This is Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. I'm your host, Rain Law, the author of the Mystic Dreamwalker series. Coming up next is Headlines. Today in Headlines, several members of the Tokushi Kempo family have reported seeing eagles. American bald eagles, in fact. Tyson Ray and his family got to see eagles up close as they viewed the nesting in Dayton, Ohio, while R.D. and his favorite wife were able to view one flying high overhead as R.D. painted the high trim on the house. The eagle was flying easily at a thousand feet, and down below were a cluster of buzzards flying around in low circles, trying to catch the morning rays of the sun, and seemingly unaware of the great raptor flying high above their head. Well, at least until they reached the area right over the rooftop, and one of them must have spotted the eagle, because they all veered off as if they had flown into enemy territory. The buzzards turned and headed eastward as the eagle circled north and west. The buzzards returned a short time later after the eagle had left the region and they continued their morning spiral, this time at a slightly greater height, once again enjoying being the big birds in the area. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by joining me on Patreon, www.patreon.com dot com backslash Rand Law with no space between the Rand and the Law. Southwestern Ohio once again hosted a large blacksmith gathering and a group of Tokushi black belts were in the crowd. Don, Tim, Tyson, and Tom. It was reported that everyone enjoyed the BS session and that's blacksmithing session for those of you who were wondering. Of course, this was followed up by a BS session, and for those of you who are wondering, it's exactly what you thought it might be. Tyson reported everyone was doing well, or as good as expected, considering the age of some of the rascals involved, Tyson included. Tim Jones had invited Tyson to participate in his judo club, and Tom was practicing keeping his wits sharp. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Sensei and his favorite wife had been trimming tree branches and preparing for the great bonfire ceremony for the Tokushi camp. The tree trimming was necessary for hammock hanging. All of you campers should be dusting off your tents and getting your gear together in preparation. We will be camping outdoors, rain or shine, or snow for that matter, although we will probably wind up using the interior portions for class time should the weather turn sour. Besides the nightly powwow bonfires, we are planning on doing something different with our campfire cooking skills. Yes, we are going to be testing out a new rocket stove and seeing how that holds up. Coming up next, today in history. In 1869, Sheriff 
Wild Bill Hickok makes a name for himself. The tall, long-haired, newly appointed sheriff with an athletic build and flowing mustache had been hired to handle the unruly buffalo hunters who came into town on their weekends and tearing the place up. Everyone in the town was tired of it, and so it was decided the famous gunslinger, known for his ability to shoot quick and accurately with either hand, was hired to clean up the town of its ruffians, and that he did. Just newly reported to his new job, did Wild Bill have a confrontation with a unruly soldier who was resisting arrest. Wild Bill shot him dead. Well, not quite. He died the next day, but he was shot on the spot and people took notice. Wild Bill's methods might just be what the town needed. Two weeks later, a group of ruffians were tearing up John Bitter's saloon where they sold beer. And, despite having the name of Bitter's, there wasn't any mention of whiskey being sold. Nonetheless, the ruffians, led by a man named Sam Strawhan, refused to comply when the sheriff asked him to cease and desist, while Bill showed his willingness to enforce the law by shooting Sam dead on the spot. And this time, he truly did die right on the spot. The rest of the gang complied with the sheriff's wishes and were taken out of the saloon. Of course, this once again enforced the concept that you don't mess with Wild Bill. But after three months, the people of the town decided that Wild Bill's methods, while effective, were a little more than they had bargained for. Buffalo hunters had reported that Everyone was afraid to do anything with the steely-eyed Wild Bill back against the wall, staring them down, was in charge of keeping the peace. Nonetheless, his deputy was appointed as sheriff at the next election. Some years after that, Rudyard Kipling's son, John Kipling, dies in the Battle of Luz. This was in 1915. And, at the time, it was the greatest battle of World War I. John Kipling's body had never been recovered. It was said that he and others had been shot down in a hail of machine gun fire. Kipling, Sr., wrote a heart-tearing poem dedicated to his son and the others who fell in the Battle of Luz. It was said that the London papers were filled with the names of the dead from this battle. Perhaps this would be the war to end all wars. And on this date, in 1938, FDR appeals to Adolf Hitler, trying to negotiate a peaceful resolution to the conflicts and injustices to Germany following the Treaty of Versailles, also known as Versailles, to people outside of the Ohio Valley region. Of course, now looking back, we realize that this was just the beginning. Perhaps World War II would be the 
war that ended all wars. Although financing wars is a huge money-making enterprise, and the only thing that will make more money is to have an even bigger war where biotechnology, viruses, or disease can be used in place of guns and ammo. Thank goodness this will never happen. But if it does, maybe it will be the war that ends all wars. And now it's time for today's quote. Each man is good in his sight. It is not necessary for eagles to be crows. Chief Sitting Bull. And now for our haiku. Fly like an eagle. Rise above the storm soaring. Circling turmoil. And now it's time for Q&A with Sensei. For question one, we are asked why eagles fly in circles. It's very simply, eagles don't generally flap their wings to fly beyond takeoff, which they can do at about 30 miles an hour. But using thermal updrafts, eagles can soar with their wings held out straight and raised to great heights. It is said that eagles often fly above the storms. And using this method, eagles have been known to fly for days on end while migrating. They make about 200 miles per day on an average when they're migrating, but they maintain a large distance between each other when they do. I believe it's about a mile. The next question is, which is faster, a cheetah or an eagle? Well, that depends if they're running across the ground or going through the air. Across the ground, an eagle usually hops, where a cheetah can achieve the speed of 60 miles an hour, which is double an eagle's takeoff speed. So, on the ground, and even at takeoff, a cheetah, if it was close enough, could catch an eagle. But, on the other hand, if we're looking at an eagle's diving speed, the American bald eagle can dive at 100 miles an hour. And that is quite a bit faster than the cheetah. Although, the golden eagle can dive at 150 miles an hour, which is quite a bit faster than the cheetah and the bald eagle. But it was pointed out to me that no one has tested the diving rate of a cheetah. I would assume that it could achieve maximum velocity even faster than a gold eagle and the bald eagle. Of course, the landing is going to be kind of rough. Anyone asked it, but can eagle fly into the sun? Well, eagles do fly high, but they cannot fly into the sun. There are some birds that do fly above 35,000 feet, but very few. And even with this, they're nowhere close to flying into the sun. Although, on second thought, you might consider the chicken or the turkey, or actually I believe it's roast chicken and roast turkey. It is quite possible that these two birds have flown too close to the sun and that's how they got roasted. And now it's time for Zen and Pen 
Dejo notes, the circle, the square, and the triangle, strikes, blocks, and throws, look to the Rokudan for solutions, and today's victory, yard work, and tree trimming help prepare the way for camping in the hammock. Painting and getting ready for camp has been very fruitful. And as a reminder, remember the River of Life is sponsoring a seminar called the Gathering of the Clan in mid-October, which will be followed the last weekend of October for the Tokushi Kempo Camp. Mystic Dreamwalker series questions will be answered at the Tokushi Camp. I encourage everyone to seek out martial art instruction. It has been the source and foundation to everything I do. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge of her power. Tokushi Kempo. Until next time, this is Rain Law reminding you to follow your dreams.